Welcome everyone to the Irish Red Devils podcast. So, um, United versus Liverpool, the aftermath. Um, original intentions was to put this podcast out on a Sunday after the game and cover a bit of United Atalanta. Dramatic win with another Cristiano Ronaldo um, finish. Um, but really, I think with the results we've seen, the performance we've seen, at the weekend, on Sunday, everyone has eyes. I don't think uh, there's any good in going through painful goal-for-goal goal analysis to deconstruct just how bad United were. I don't think I've seen them play worse in my lifetime. Um, but yeah, I suppose I had a few days thinking about what I would do or what should be done. With Ali, I think that's the number one question for everyone, and I think the overwhelming opinion is is Ali out. Um, it took me a little bit by surprise when I kind of started to read up some of the the media on on the, on the debate. Obviously, the the emotional reaction at the time was, you know, on Twitter, very much Ali out, but that's been the case for a few years. It's basically, every manager. Um, I'm sure that would have been Fabio Ferguson out if uh, Twitter was a big thing back in his reign. But um, in reality, the 5-0 wasn't good enough. Um, I think, listen to the American Red Devils podcast. Uh, it's a great podcast, by the way. I've you know, talked about it a number of times before. Um, they had a poll and 92% of people were saying all out. Um, I was, I suppose, reading, particularly today, some great pieces on The Athletic. Um, which uh, one was a kind of a breakdown and analysis of the game by Michael Cox. Um, it helped me jog back to the the six one City game as he was trying to I suppose look for a game where we may have had a worse scoreline in the Premier League or worse performance in the Premier League. And he jogged my memory back to the fact that that game was three one at eighty eight minutes. Um, I was at that game and it was the worst day of my life. Uh, but we did have Johnny Evans sent off in that game um, around about half time from if memory serves me right so I think it puts it into context um, the fact that Pogba was was a later sending off and uh, the damage was really done by half time and Liverpool stopped playing in the last half hour let's, let's not forget about that so yeah I think it was it was good to try and take a bit of a balanced view of things and look back at the facts, take the emotion out of it. I mean, after the game, my initial emotion was just, I suppose, upset with the players as you're looking at kind of poor effort, misplaced pressure, um, terrible body language. Um, And then I suppose next you're taking a moment and thinking about how poorly the club is run. Um, but my heart still said and thought about Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, the player in 1999 that won us the Champions League when I was a nine-year-old boy. Um, and I don't think I could get away from that. And I suppose in the last few days when I've taken more an objective view, um, I, t- I think I realised that Ole should should never have been around um, this long and that it's, you know, it's, it's not personal against the manager um, 
he doesn't have the experience as a manager. He didn't have the CV coming into the job in terms of silverware, club season manage, you know, failing at Cardiff. Um, really, I think what I've seen in some of the media, it's, you know, he's the longest running care, caretaker manager of all time. And um, somewhere along the line, the last couple of years, the fans and everyone has stopped treating him as a caretaker manager. Um, including the board and in the, in, the, in the way they backed them in the summer. And he over-exceeded every possible expectation for Man United in every possible way, I think is, is the reality. is um, Given what happened before him, but I really think even if he came in post-Ferguson era, you know, he has provided stability, he has done things in the United way, he has given youth an opportunity, his recruitment has been second to none. Um, his approach with the media, his approach with the players, um, everything screams what the fans want, but also about doing things the right way, the United way. Tactically, he's not at Premier League level. He should have been a stopgap manager, he should never have been given, the, been given the first contract of such a long term, and he certainly shouldn't have been given a contract in July. Um, and I think really, for me, I just I can't bring myself to say the words fully out, um, because it's it's glazers out for me. And what they've managed to do is, it's, you know, it's it's strategic masterminds, you know, at their at their best. Really, they've managed to, through the signing of Ronaldo, the backing in the summer, they've managed to shift the attention away from themselves, back onto the manager, back onto the players, um, and and the uh, view from the Athletic, um, really good piece. I'd advise everyone to go and read it. Um. Not by the Michael Cox piece was was excellent in terms of the, the actual game, but Oliver Kay poses the question as to whether anyone trusts the Man United hierarchy to hire the next ma- uh, manager. <laughs> I think the answer is absolutely no. Hence why there's hesitancy around sacking Ole, and hence why he's been treated differently, not just because he's an ex-player, but because they've they've got it wrong numerous times, and there's been an illusion of a plan when there hasn't been any real plan. No one can turn around and tell me that any of the Man United hierarchy or anyone at the club had any visions of signing Ronaldo maybe six months before they did. It's opportunism at its best. Um, No fan is going to react badly to it. No manager is going to say no. Um, I honestly think that, you know, Business would have been done if Ronaldo didn't become available. Um, so there was no set gap in the team, but you're given a chance to get a five-time Ballon d'Or winner into your side, you take it. Um, um, it's just playing into that fan nostalgia. Um, very little long-term strategy to it. Ole, as a manager, is you know must be thinking... He, he probably isn't there for the long term. He wants, desperately, I'm sure, wants to, to win silverware. And 
I suppose I honestly think that if he is such a Man United man and he wants to do right by the club so much, I think that if he had won the Europa League in the summer, that he would probably be close to stepping down himself this week because he looked he looked shell shocked at the weekend. I think he he's gotten to the point where he knows he's tactically inept. Um, he knows the fans are still making all the right signals, sticking around, making the right noises because they love him. Um, and no one wants to see it turn toxic, and and there'd be such an outcry of, of, of him to be to be sacked. Um, yet yeah, social media will always have an all out brigade. Anytime we lose a game, there's always going to be that. But I'm talking about the real fans at the stadium. Um, I think he would leave. I think he would have maybe. Re- I think he would have resigned after Liverpool game if he had silverware to his name. I think the hope is is that he can he can stabilise things in the next few games. Um, and maybe he'll give it a final effort to maybe win the FA Cup uh, at the end of the season or whatever it might be. And, and then he, I think he would, we would walk away, um, uh, because I think he wants to do right by Man United, and I don't think lingering and clinging on to the role is going to do anything for his legacy for, for Man United's future. I think he has made the impact that we wanted. He gave that stability. I think he should have been able to do that within a, you know, one year rather than three. Maybe just things that happen so slow at the club. It, that's why we, he's he's had to stick around this long and maybe that's been a good thing I think you know it was a very good appointment it's our best appointment since Ferguson it showed a, a little ounce of of strategy in that he was coming to stable the ship why they look at a Pochettino or whoever it might be and unfortunately that's what they should have been doing up at this point rather than giving him new deals and treating him like the long term uh, long term manager um, you know another the only thing, the difference between now and with Mourinho is they don't have a big money compensation. They have a smaller compensation to give out. And I don't know, he, you know, they, they like to give new deals to anyone and everyone. That's maybe before they get too successful and they start demanding more money. Um, certainly they like to give uh, Phil Jones contracts when he doesn't deserve one. I don't know how much that was worth, but uh, people tend to get surprised when they get new deals on United, it seems. But I think ultimately... My opinion is it's Glazers out first and uh, and Ali out second. Um, and I really don't even want to repeat the idea of Ali out. Um, I actually turned to I saw a very interesting Conor McGregor is never something I would expect to uh, quote as I think he's an absolute idiot. Um, but he mentioned I'll read it out word for word. The issue at United it's just a bunch of young fellas talking to each other. Um, Piers, you need someone above the group chat to take the helm. Always, Ole was on the bench when Ronaldo played. Appear, not enough. Love and respect Ole to the max, but his role needs rearranged, in my opinion. Interesting view, I, I must say. and I never thought I'd hear actual sense come out of his mouth. Um, yeah, I think, I, I'm sure Ole would take a coaching role and remain um, part of the club. I think it's gotten too far to the point. For him to be able to do that, I, I think he will. I think he will leave. But really, that's where we should have been looking at. You know, 
Ollie in a in a setup, you know, in a, in a role like what Darren Fletcher is at the moment. And that's where we should have seen Ollie in the last 18 months with a Pochettino. Or and I was never a big, massive Pochettino believer, but um, given the time they've had with Ollie stabilizing, stabilizing the ship, um, doing all the right things, you know, someone should be coming in with a long-term strategy. We're now in a position where there's a real pressure, and I think precedence has been set with the players over the last few years. Um, almost that managers won't be sacked uh, as a knee-jerk reaction, that it will take time and it will be dragged out. Um, and it'll be, you know, players will be put under scrutiny for months and months, um, and it's going to get hard for them. Uh, they're going to have to get almost to the point of having the down tools like they did under Marino, uh, which is just disgraceful for any professional footballer to do. But I think when you look at the players involved, um, you know, you look at Ronaldo, who was at Madrid, you know, he's been through plenty of different managers. Um, Pogba, you know, really, most of the players, you know, be it an international level or maybe previous clubs, you know, they're used to managerial merry-go-rounds um, at other European clubs. And um, the precedence has been set in the last few years with United that they'll make bad managerial decisions, but they'll, they'll allow them to stick around to the point where the scrutiny is on the players and they feel like they almost have to down tools to, to force the issue on the board. Um and maybe Liverpool was, was the first sign we saw of that with United. And it's a disgrace. Um, it's not acceptable. It's a culture that's been created by the Glazers. And I don't think we can come back from this Liverpool result. We need rearranged and restructured because we're going into Tottenham. We're going into City. And we are so far behind the league. We're at the point of no return, and unfortunately, Ali's not going to be able to take this batch of players and go and win something by the end of the season. It's going to be too much of an uphill battle. I think he'll get too toxic. His legacy will be gone. We'll end up getting a new manager in the summer regardless. Um, so I think the time is going to be now, um, close for now. I think what's going to happen and what I'd like to see done is is him to play Tottenham at Atlanta City. I think realistically we could get we'll probably get we'll probably draw two of those games and win one. I can't tell you which which uh, which one. Um I would say we will probably draw with Spurs and maybe maybe beat City and and, and it'll come out of the blue. Maybe the other way around. Um, I think Ole will be given those games. I think maybe he should be given them games. Maybe he should be given the Spurs game and let uh, and let go from there. I, I don't know. There's certainly there's a there's a there's a there's a bounce you get uh, from from relieving one person and the players reacting and maybe if it's Fletcher who or, or Carrick that will uh, probably Carrick that would take over. I think Phelan needs to go with Ole. I'm really set on that. Um, I think I 
think he's he's too old. He's you know he's tried his hand at senior management. He's gone back to an assistant role. I think he's not at a point in his career where he can't give United what they need. Um, so I think yeah, I think it's probably Carrick or or Fletcher to see us out for a few games. Hopefully not to the end of the season. They'll probably get a three-year deal if they uh, if they if they get a Champions League. But um, yeah, I think one of them will come in maybe after the Spurs game, um, or you know, if Ole gets as far as the City game, I just don't want to see another embarrassment against City and and Ole be you know torn out and, and it, to get to a point of no return and get real nasty with with fans and, and players and everything. I think um, I think if, as I said, if he had won the Europa League, I think he'd be walking out himself. Um, because he wants what's right for Man United. So they need to go and find someone that also wants what's right for Man United. Um, candidates they're talking about Zidane. Um, they're talking about Conte. I don't want Conte. Um, he plays terrible football and he'll be gone in two years. Zidane. I'm, I really don't share that Zidane is, is one of the lot of Champions Leagues. He was obviously a great player and seems to be a good man-to-man manager. He had a lot of arguments with upper echelons at Real Madrid. Maybe that's a good experience because he would have the same with Man United. Maybe he can negotiate to, to have what he wants here. So Zidane sounds interesting to me, but again, is it long-term? I'm not sure. Um, other people that have been mentioned include uh, Ten Hag at Ajax, which is an interesting one. I'm not sure if he has the pedigree or not, but um, you know he was at Bayern reserves before, and now he's done. Obviously, had a great few years at Ajax, brought some of the great Dutch players up there, and reached that semi-final with them in the Champions League, which was really overexceeding things. I don't know if he can move beyond that level. Um, I like to think he, he would be a good candidate, um, Klopp-esque sort of style candidate to, to go for. I think he probably would be, yeah, the most interesting to look at. But everything is saying that Barca have him lined up. So other than that, yeah, Brendan Rodgers ain't gonna come. Um, yeah, that's kind of that's who's been thrown out there. So I guess I would just love for. For some candidate to come out of the blue and, and surprise us and have a long-term plan, but I don't think United are going to go for that. I think Zidane would be an easy one for United to kind of come in and, you know, with the Ronaldo connection, the you know, name that he is. But I feel they would just pay him enough money to keep his mouth shut and get on with it for a couple of years, rather than really have a long-term view of what they want to do. So yeah. Um, Ten Hag for me is an interesting one. It's it's bad times at Man United. Um, obviously the weeks are in it now. We're watching other teams compete in the cup competitions while we have this break. Um, but yeah, um, not feeling good about the next few games for sure. Um, looking like we'll scrape through the group stages in Champions League, which is always, which is obviously. It's positive, better than last year. Um, probably get to a semi or a final of the cup, but you know it's going to be a, a race on our hands to make Champions League spaces uh, in the Premier League almost. So we're going to need someone to come in and be able to do that to sort out the uh, 
tactical issues that are clearly there to sort out the midfield issues that are clearly there. Um, you know, get the players acting as a foil for Ronaldo for now, as as Gary Neville has said, and Gary Neville's getting lambasted. I do feel that uh, Gary Neville was much like myself the other night. He was caught up in nostalgia and emotion. And uh, I couldn't make head or tail of what he was trying to say for, for the most part. Um, he, uh, I think I think it felt like Gary Neville would get sacked before Ole Gunnar Solskjaer would get sacked. Um, probably the main reality of it. But um, I think while they have Ronaldo, they're going to need to play to his strengths. And I'd like to see Cavani in the same way like someone like Morata was playing with Ronaldo at Juventus. I'd like to see Cavani do the same sort of role. So I'm not sure how that looks, but they need to find a way of, of I think, having Cavani up there. I'd almost go for Cavani, Ronaldo, Lingard. And um, then the question is, is who do you put them behind, put behind them? I think uh, I would look glad to see Danny Van de Beek given the shot, maybe in combination with with uh, with Bruno and, and 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 Matic for the moment. McFred, I think, need to to to, to take a rest. Uh, they're, performance was quite abysmal against Liverpool and they were pretty poor against Atalanta but I don't blame Ole for playing them against Liverpool it's probably the best combination um, against a team like that in terms of fitness and, and, and the way they play but um, we need something different we need to send a message to the players that you know they're not indispensable um, I don't know if that stretches to Ronaldo I don't think it does stretch to Ronaldo for Spurs because he can get his goals he can have a bad game and pull something out when he does the game um, and same with Bruno despite them both being poor yeah Ronaldo scored a nice goal to be fair to him but it's offside um, I think Shaw for, I think Tellez if I think Tellez is fit I think Shaw was bad enough for him to be dropped for Tellez for the weekend um, and I think his attitude dropped in, in the interview kind of trying to take the blame himself but also bring others a lot down with him kind of um, I think he might need to know that he's not untouchable um, I heard that Varane might make the squad this weekend yeah I don't know maybe Harry stays we need the leader on the pitch to, to remain there but uh, I'd rather if he was, he was to do that duty from the sideline as well I guess just when you have Eric Bailly as, as the person that will come in, it's not going to fill you with confidence. Um, yeah. Um, I don't think you're going to see Tony Martial getting thrown in after his uh, sending off last year. But I think I'd, I'd like to see Jesse Lingard and Cavani come in from the start. I think Jesse deserves a start. I think Cavani's given the work rate that we're all pointing to as something that we need. Um, and I don't know about the midfield. Uh, I think mix it up, mix it up, and let's see maybe manage by the beak or or some combination. It's not to say that it's going to work, but I think messages need to be sent to show that we're Man United. He can't perform that way and, and pretend to be expect to be on the pitch, even if Ole has some some blind loyalty with a lot of players, some for good reasons, some for not good reasons. Um, so yeah, um, it's desperate times. Um. Yeah, I think that's kind of that's where I'm at. It's not all out. It's Glazers out. It is um he serves as well. 
he should have been just a stopgap and, and come back to a, a different role within the club. <clears throat> it's now at the point where his legacy is, is under threat and things are going to get toxic and nasty. That's because of the Glazers. They've done a magic job at disguising that up with the Ronaldo signing, <clears throat> which was opportunism. Um, just like the opportunism that we've seen in the past with oh, Falcao de Maria, half of our signings felt like opportunism last minute. No strategy, you know, who's available on the cheap or who can give us that instant, you know, commercial bounce or kick with the fans. Um, and yeah, they they somehow pulled the wool over all of our eyes and made us forget for that short minute about what they did with the Super League. The way they run this club since they've come in, the message is loud and clear. Glazers out. It's not all out. Um, so... I think it's about a big thank you to Ole Gunnar Solskjaer for the service he's given to Man United, both as a player and as a manager. I think out of all the managers since Ferguson, he's the one that's steadied the ship. He's the one that's got recruitment right. He's the one that played the United way. He's the one that got behind youth. He's the one that talked the right game in the media and did right by both Sir Alex and by the club and it is it is time for him to go. It's 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 it, but it's it's Glazers that have uh, that have made this situation and we can't lose we can't lose sight of that. So yeah, I think we'll still be in the same position in a few weeks time and I don't like the way this conversations are going. Um and that's unfortunate. I think Gary Neville and I think lots of people behind in the, within the club probably know that nothing's going to happen knee-jerk and they just have the club's interests at heart. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, it's a difficult few weeks ahead. And uh, in answer to the question posed by the Ledic, do will does anyone trust the Glazers will make the right decision next? No, 100% we're not going to. And that's the problem here. Is it better to devil, you know? Because we got a red devil in Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. So, remains to be seen. Thanks, everyone. I'll talk to you at the weekend.